G'day, I'm Barry Green. Thanks for joining me on Conversations on Radio WA 87.6 FM in East Perth and Western Tourist Radio in the southwest coastal towns in Western Australia. This radio program is created to, as we say, tell the stories of people and places in Western Australia and to provide a voice for community and small business. My next guests are involved in an organisation called Friends of the Dual Rap Corridor, Inc. Terry Sharp and Deborah Lim. G'day, Terry. How are you going, Barry? And Deb. Hello there. Friends of the Dual Rap Corridor, Inc. is uh, arguing the case that the proposed Bunbury Bypass needs to be relocated a little bit to avoid a major um, wetland area and some very significant uh, ecosystems. Do you want to tell us uh, a little bit about that, Terry? Yeah, the Jillarup Corridor has existed uh, for many years. Uh, It was first proposed back uh, probably around 45 years ago uh, as a two-lane road to uh, go regionally through Jillarup and out onto the Bustle Highway. Uh, And this was to mitigate the traffic problems that were foreseen for the future. Uh, And um, obviously it's uh, laid there in dormancy and grown beautiful trees and uh, nurtured a lot of uh, fabulous uh, natural assets that we have in this region. And on a couple of occasions, it's reared its ugly little head back in the 90s. It was uh, pursued to uh, uh, actually get up and running um, and become the road that it was supposed to be. It was um, put on the back burner again. Um, The Friends of the Dillarup Corridor started in 1995 um, by some very concerned citizens um, that it would destroy this beautiful bit of the bushland. It didn't happen then, but uh, a couple of years ago, it... uh, Funding was made available and uh, the corridor once again was uh, laid out on the table and this time it's come back as a massive four-lane freeway uh, along the rather inadequate reserve um, which will now run from uh, just up near the um, Bunbury Speedway and come out right through the middle of our suburb onto the Bustle Highway approximately 13 kilometres south of Bunbury. This is going through a fairly pristine bit of uh, ecosystem and uh, it's the sort of thing that uh, 40 years ago when it's proposed people didn't take all that seriously but the world's moved on from that as Rio Tinto discovered recently and um, this is a tourist radio format we're about encouraging people to explore and look after Western Australia but people aren't going to explore Western Australia and the southwest to look at freeways it's these sort of natural environments that make the southwest uh, a great place to visit. I, I always see tourism as uh, giving the natural environment an economic value, and if we destroy that natural envi- environment, we're destroying uh, that that potential economy as well. So I guess it's a matter of how we frame this thing. And if you look at Perth uh, in uh, 1829, when they set up the city of Perth, they reserved the area of Kings Park, which is now recognised as a major asset. And there's an opportunity for forward-thinking governments to do the same with this area of bushland now. What are your thoughts on that, Deb? I think you're right, Barry. I mean, um, the thing is, is that 
years ago, the um, environmental significance of um, bushland really wasn't taken into consideration. Now we have um, checks and balances to try and protect these environments um, and we've certainly been able to get the EPA to give us a second chance to try and save this bushland by public comment people putting in their submissions and uh, uh, 640 people have um, shown their support to keep the um, environment as it is. So my feeling is, is that the EPA should be listening to the general public, the government should be listening to the general public. People want the bushland to be kept in the pristine condition it currently is. And there are alternatives which they have not seriously looked at. Um, We're not saying that a road shouldn't go through, that there shouldn't be a road, but it should be built uh, with a longer more sustainable objective in mind and and we we as friends of the Jolarup Corridor do not believe that the government have looked at those um, forward planning ideas. So there's been a fair bit of work done by citizen scientists into the the unique uh, aspects of this bit bit of land. Uh, Do you want to tell us a bit about that Terry? We had um, a great citizen science activity which involved going through the corridor and physically counting every tree that would sustain a habitat. So basically that's counting trees that are over 50 centimetres in uh, circumference uh, and documenting uh, every tree along about a three kilometre section of the corridor. The whole road Uh, that's going to go through there is about seven to nine kilometres but the section we are particularly talking about is approximately three kilometres. Now that has got some ancient trees on it and uh, we feel really strongly about losing some incredible habitat. It's an amazing place. We've got trees that are probably 350 years old out there. Um, This area was extensively logged about 80 to 100 years ago when um, Jarrah was a very important part to the young colony. But we've now got trees that have grown from that point and also the big chewets and marries that weren't so valuable to those loggers. So we've got trees of, you know, five, six, eight um, metres circumference, um, 50 metres plus tall, nesting hollows, um, ringtail possums, black forest red-tail cockatoos, carnabies, boarding cockatoos. You know, the area is, um, is full of wildlife and the trees that actually support all of those creatures are there. So not only that, we've also got several trees that are recognised by the National Trust and also by the Australian Register of Big Trees. So there's also value in walking out there. The, the bush is lovely. Uh, spring is amazing. Winter's awesome. There's a brook that flows through there, Five Mile Brook. It's, it's a beautiful place to be. It's, it's natural. It's, uh, it's just, I think, what people need for their soul, that type of place. So it's too good to trash. Yes, it's much too good to trash. I guess uh, oftentimes we don't know what we don't know, and I suspect lots of people in the southwest have never visited this area and don't really know what's there. So people who are interested, and increasingly people are interested in this sort of thing, Deb, uh, how do they find out more and how do they get to uh, go for a walk in this area that uh, this, this proposed road is going to destroy? 
I think you're absolutely right again, Barry. Um, I had never walked the corridor, and I've been living in Jalorup for 25 years, but it was the first time I, I walked it was last year. Um, and I was absolutely amazed at what was out at the back of my own home. Uh, so we have a web page which um, you can have a look at and um, see some of the pictures that we've got um, that has been taken by local people we also have are on Facebook so that's another way to have a look but if you physically want to actually walk the corridor then um, there are ways of getting into it it's not actually a proper um, route uh, or walking path but certainly there are ways to get in um, and at the end of Jilly Road is um, probably one of the ways that you can get and walk through the back of the corridor to have a look at some of these magnificent trees. The other thing um, that is really important is that if you can go in um, springtime, that is when it is at its most beautiful. Uh, most beautiful. Um, it's absolutely inundated with um, orchids um, and. Um, Mary tree blossoms and um, jarrah and the the cockatoos and the um, native flora and fauna down there is absolutely magnificent. I've been talking to Terry Sharp and Deb Lim from the Friends of the Jilora Corridor Inc. about uh, the bit of bushland just to the south of Bunbury that uh, we think everybody should know about and have a look at. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me today, ladies. Thank you very much, Barry. Thank you very much, Barry. And it's wonderful to know that the community is supporting us. Thank you. So you've been listening to Conversations on Radio WA as we tell the stories of people and places in Western Australia. To hear this conversation and conversations with other innovators in Western Australia, go to touristradio.com.au forward slash conversations.